Hello beautiful people, welcome to episode 2 of 360 Monologues with me, Tamu Thomas. It is Sunday the 3rd of March, I am looking outside my window, the sky is grey, the rain is falling, but seeing those raindrops rolling down my window, there's just something quite therapeutic about watching those beads of water making their way down my window pane. Just thought I would share that with you. Um, Today's episode, I am going to be talking about using your voice. I've had quite a few DM and Instagram conversations with people talking about wanting to use their platform to share their message, but feeling uncertain because they were worried that their message was simply a regurgitation of what information is around. And um, I thought I would share something to that regard, because I've had times where I have doubted myself or questioned what I'm doing. Um, But then I look at the people that I really learn from and admire, and it just dawned on me, nothing is original. So... I've made some notes to keep me on track. Let me refer to those and explain my thoughts. So I was thinking about two people specifically that I really admire and learn along from, learn a lot from. So I will start with Ms. Oprah Winfrey. Uh, Oprah uses her platform to share and amplify the voice of others, as well as the knowledge she's gained through her platform, through reading, through acquiring knowledge from various places. Oprah talks about being an avid reader. She started a book club because of her love of reading. And she openly credits what she's reading or the learning she's gained from people she interacts with. I was watching a YouTube video of hers where she was interviewing Gary Zukov and she openly shared, for example, that reading, well, not even for example, she openly shared that reading The Seat of the Soul by Gary Zukov was one of the, well, not one of the, was the piece of work that changed the course of her life, which of course changed the course of the Oprah Winfrey show. The Oprah Winfrey show went from being about scandalous family drama and provocation for the sake of it, to a show that has been the catalyst for many people's awakening, to living, I guess, in alignment with individual and greater good. Oprah talks about the seat of the soul providing her with the language necessary to communicate what her heart and energy was leaning towards. She is clear that prior to reading the seat of the soul, she didn't have the vocabulary to express what she was feeling called towards because she wasn't seeing it in a way that she could share in a manner that would be understood by people outside her head. Um, So yeah, the other person that I'm going to cite is Marianne Williamson. Um, Marianne Williamson has created her entire career off the back of studying The Course of Miracles. Her career is based on her analysis of The Course of Miracles. She 
uses her understanding, her interpretation to take the message of this book to a wider audience. I became aware of The Seat of the Soul by Gary Zukov because of Oprah Winfrey. I became aware of The Course in Miracles because of Marianne Williamson. They clearly credit the places that support their knowledge and, as I said, share in a way that is accessible. Well, it has been accessible to me. Marianne Williamson often starts by saying, the Course in Miracles says, blah, 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 blah. And this means whatever she wants to say. So I have started to read The Seat of the Soul. I'm one of those people that starts lots of books at once. So I'll get around to it when I get around to finishing it. Um, And I bought The Course in Miracles. I took a couple of looks at it. I'm not ready for it. Will I ever be ready for it? I don't know. Am I ready for Marianne Williamson? Hell yes, I am. Um, So I will continue to absorb the knowledge based on The Course of Miracles via her. It doesn't take away from what Marianne or Oprah says. What they are doing um, is they are being a conduit and making knowledge accessible to lots of people. It's like they're teachers. We don't criticise teachers for teaching based on the syllabus or teaching based on knowledge they've acquired. It's a similar thing. Um, I hope I'm making sense. I hope this is helpful. Um, My point is... Use your voice and credit the sources that help you inform your analysis. What we don't want is charlatans and um, plagiarizers. What we do want is people that can help knowledge that will assist us in living better lives or lives that are more aligned with our truth Um, and crediting where they've got that from. We need to step away from this obsession of being the first or being the originator. Come on, really? Nothing is original. Everything comes from somewhere. We are all inspired by something. Hell, human beings are inspired by apes. Um, So the only thing that is really original is you. And the fact is that once you are sharing something in the way you understand it, whilst crediting where you got it from, it makes it unique because you are. People don't, you know, get caught up in seeing, well, I'm saying, don't get caught up in trying to create something so that everybody will be able to see you. That's a popularity contest. And if you're doing that, then you just need to check in with yourself because that's your inner child, your ego speaking rather than your higher self. As long as your intentions are aligned with your message, that message is going to be your own. So don't lose your purpose by thinking someone may think, oh gosh, I've heard this all before. I've been listening to Oprah for years, but it's only in the last couple of years that I've really been able to understand her message. So I will end with a quote by Brene Brown, because I think a lot of this comes down to self-acceptance. So Brene Brown says, 
let go of who you think you are supposed to be and be who you are. Now, I am going to move over to some questions from the gram. So this is from Candy's Cottage, Chihuahua and something, something, something. (laughs) What do you do to relax and focus without stressing and being overwhelmed? Well, I get stressed and overwhelmed like everybody. I think that is a normal, in the words of Cardi B, regular degular part of being a human being. But what I've learned is that my stress and my overwhelm is generally linked to rushing and not being connected with what I'm doing and focusing on external things rather than what's inside. So that's taken a long time, I must say. That's taken a long time because previously I would just spiral in the stress and the overwhelm and become anxious and at the height of that pattern of behaviour, I had a couple of panic attacks, um, which really jolted me into trying to find another way. Um, So it does happen, but because I am more mindful about it, I've journaled about it, I have had coaching and talked about it within coaching, I had um, a really great session with a therapist that helped me to identify things about my boundaries, Um, And I've read lots and I've listened to lots of podcasts and been to seminars and panel discussions that have assisted me. Um, So what I do to relax and focus, if I'm really in the height of stress and overwhelm, I write it down and have a look at where that is really coming from. from. For me, journaling is really, really helpful and it helps take the whirring repetitive diatribe loop out of my head and put it onto paper so I can really have a look at it and um, have an honest conversation with myself about where it's coming from. My um, inner critic, my ego likes to tell me that um, I can't do things and I won't be consistent. Um, So I have to really look at all the things that I have done and where I have been consistent and what that has enabled me to do so that I can tell myself that that's not the truth and focus on what the truth is. Um, What do I do to relax? I am, I'm very good at looking like I'm relaxing, but not actually relaxing. I'm still in a place where when I'm relaxing, I feel bad and feel like I should be doing stuff, so then I start to feel guilty for the relaxing. But there have been a few times recently when I've been meditating, which is quite challenging for me at this moment in time, but I really like the moments I have had. But yeah, there have been a couple of times that um, I've meditated, and I've lost track of time, and I can't remember what I was thinking about, which leads me to believe I wasn't really thinking about anything. And those moments have been really blissful, so um, meditation, and even when I don't meditate, I mean, yeah, well, I do, yeah, that's meditation, even when I don't get to those points where my mind is not obsessively thinking about stuff and I feel like there's just clouds and clarity and peace, the act of sitting down, being still, checking in with myself, feeling my heartbeat, mindfully taking breath, that is really um, relaxing. 
something that really helps me to switch off is roller skating. I really get lost in that movement. Um, And as for focus, well, focus is something that um, I am trying to befriend. Um, So I use the Pomodoro method, which is um, batching things like creating time to do things. So um, I'll set my alarm for however many minutes, 25 minutes or whatever the case may be. So I have to focus during that time and don't look at anything else but yeah I'm a work in progress with regards to that wow sorry that was a really long convoluted response um next one my darling Helen Krushank what are some of your goals and what motivates me um some of my goals well my overarching goal is to live a life that feels peaceful calm abundant, loving. Um, I know that sounds really nebulous, um, but to put it into, I had a really great coaching session with Nancy Florence and um, we were talking about markers of success and um, she was able to help me identify that um, my goal overall is to laugh, feel peaceful and dance because if I have space in my life to laugh, feel peaceful and dance, it means that I am reaching my goals, whatever they are. But in a real kind of like tangible um, sense, with regards to the 360 brand, my goal is to assist Generation X women to step fully into the centre of themselves and live a life that helps them feel fulfilled. I'm not saying that everybody should leave their job and become an entrepreneur. I'm talking about people living a life where they're prioritising their well-being and making it work for them um, so that they can work for themselves rather than against themselves with all these shoulds and limiting boxes. What motivates you? Yeah, that really motivates me. And through my own personal development journey, the sense of peace I've started to feel is really, really motivational. I used to live fully in internal chaos, um, but that internal chaos, the pendulum is swinging more and more towards feeling peaceful. And it is the best MF feeling to live with ever uh a question from uh my darling darling sonia meggie what gives me joy what gives me joy i really get a lot of joy from helping serving supporting people there's no greater feeling apart from my daughter and those sorts of things um in terms of the work i do and my personality, yeah, that just gives me maximum joy. Um, So for example, my 360 everyday joy day retreats, ah, gosh, I feel so joyful during and after those, even when I'm feeling depleted because I've really worked to make sure that I'm bringing the energy necessary to make the day what it is. I'm just basking in that energy 
and it's in a way that is feeding my whole mind, body, spirit. It's not just boosting my ego. Um, so I really want to expand that. Um, uh, my darling Danny, all right, Bab, um, or all right, Bab. Sorry, that was my really <laughs> terrible uh, Midlands accent. We'll just quickly screw it. Uh, how do I stay focused and switch off from people, your surroundings? I kind of ask, answer, uh, how do I stay focused? Did I really answer that before? Um, well, it, how do I stay focused and how I switch off from people, my surroundings is all within the same vein. So Danny and I have had conversations about goings on on social media, for example. And um, quite frankly, I have learned to recognize that most of the stuff I see is none of my business. And I'm content in knowing that it's none of my business. And that's enough. Knowing things aren't my business helps me to focus on my business. Um, and it's less stressful. It's taken a long time. It's taken a lot of work. There's been, you know, lots of journaling, reading, lots of delving into stoic philosophy, um, and actually slowing down was the main thing, I guess, that was able to help me distill all of that so that I could connect the knowledge I had about minding my own business with the feeling. And once that feeling registered, that's one of the catalysts for me feeling really peaceful. Once that feeling registered, that was it. I just fully understood that other people's business was not for me. So it's meant that when there's lots of social media outrage about whatever, I can very easily have a look and scroll on and not be impacted by it. Yes, of course, there are things that really do impact me deep inside my soul, like, you know, racism, sexism and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but I'm able to detach and observe, 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 um, because it's not serving me. So not that it's not serving me, but getting involved in endless conversations on social media for the sake of talking, that's just not doing anything. That's not helping anything. I think that me doing what I'm doing, being a dark skinned black woman, actively trying to take up space. Actually, let me remove the trying actively, actively taking up space and being seen in wellness that is more helpful than me getting involved in conversations on Twitter and Instagram about racial injustice. Me being me, doing what I'm doing, I think is more action because my hope is that people that look like me seeing what I'm doing will actually step up and say, I too believe that I have the right to thrive and I'm actively going to work on it rather than constantly being involved in conversations that are very emotionally damaging and triggering. So those are my questions. I'm segueing out of that and into this. I've decided that within my monologues, I am going to use the space to shout out a person, product or whatever that has caught my attention for whatever reason. The first person I'm going to be shouting out within my monologue is Melanie Yusebi. 
Melanie is the founder of the Black British Business Awards and she is a woman that I have observed for quite some time and I think she's really, really formidable. She was recently on um, our Wellbeing is Wealth panel. Uh, Wellbeing is Wealth is a project, kind of, that um, I started with my absolute darling, Nicola Ray Wickham. Um, and Melanie was on that panel. We were talking all stuff, money beliefs and wellness and all that kind of stuff. Um, but Melanie was on my radar before then. Um, I actually was so taken by her that I asked her to be my mentor. Um, at the time, Melanie shared that she didn't have time to mentor somebody one-to-one, but invited me to have a look at um, a program she was running. At that time, I wanted something more one-to-one, so I didn't go forward with it, but I um, kept my eye on her. She has got a really solid business base. She's I find her to be really honest about where she is. She's not prancing around saying, I've got this billion dollar business, I'm an expert, I know all of this stuff. She says, this is where I am, this is what I'm about, this is what I do, and this is the knowledge I have, and I think it could help you. And I really, really, really love that. Um, Melanie and I had a conversation. Um, She came back to me um, after saying she didn't have time to be my mentor, um, but she offered to have conversations with me as and when I needed to, and she had the time to support me with my business and personal development, which I really, really value. And we had a conversation where she highlighted um, some of the things that I talked about earlier in this particular podcast episode about using your voice and speaking your truth and being authentic and not hiding from the world. Um, And she shares knowledge really widely and generously via her social media channels. um, And she runs programs where she is sharing specific knowledge about all sorts of stuff generally to do with business and money. And uh, she founded the Black British Business Awards, which is a beautiful celebration of black people in business, which I think is really needed and important because our reference for black excellence generally tends to be um, black African-Americans obviously they're black, (laughs) but it tends to be African-Americans and there's a lot going on here and there's much to be celebrated over here. And for me, that is the kind of activism I like to be aligned with because it's celebrating what we have and amplifying what we have and making positive, impactful action within black communities in Britain visible so that people who believe that black people don't make waves in this way have access to this information. And I don't mean that in a sense where I'm talking about proving ourselves to other people. I'm talking about enabling other black people to see that there is a full kaleidoscope of blackness, not just what we see on the media and positivity isn't just limited to music and sports. So Melanie Yusebi, big up yourself. Um, I'm honouring you. 
I'd also like to mention that the nominations for this year's Black British Business Awards are open now. If you head over to www.thebbbawards.com, you will find information about the the nomination process and you can have a look for businesses to nominate. You don't need to be black to nominate. If there's a black business or a black business person that you think is making waves and doing bits, you can nominate them. Um, so, yeah, that's the end of my second monologue. Um, I will just very quickly have a shuffle of Nicola Ray Wickham's A Life More Inspired affirmation cards and what I have landed on or what has popped out for me is I make magic happen so I am wishing you guys a week where you are able to make your magic a reality take care thank you for listening to my 360 monologue I really appreciate your time I hope it has been helpful if you like what you've heard please rate review subscribe wherever you listen podcast produced by me tammy thomas podcast music produced by the beautiful wonderful human being that is james anderson sending you abundant blessings